hey you guys hey you guys welcome back to lick i do it podcast with holly michelle and naomi <laughs> and this is part two of let go letting go um we wanted to come back with a part two because the first one was very good and we had some more to say because letting go is a process that for some people are not easy and you'd be going through so many different situations where letting go is not um it's not a it's not a a three-step program (laughs) so uh, a lot of things we have to go through um we're going to as always be transparent share some stories you know what the podcast is called let god do it so obviously god is here with us as we talk about this so let's get into it so before i started this intro you guys i was getting ready to go into a spiel and i was like man let me stop y'all god really i i totally forgot this podcast is supposed to be a part two <laughs> <Let me be honest>. <laughs> <laughs> but after naomi reminded me of the part two it made it put everything into perspective so um i'm I t- in my own personal podcast i always say like i had i went through therapy and came to the conclusion that i needed to really hash some things out that i thought i was over with and i really wasn't and that really started my journey with actually self-healing but also in regards to my journey with becoming closer to god so um in that process i revealed a lot of things that i had been going through but i didn't realize that i carried through my life i didn't realize i carried it out of my teenage years into my adult years and i was still dealing with like it was still hanging over me it was still a part of me every single day so um i had to build some strength and really like take god's assignment for me which was to minister to other people to like be of assistance to others because i didn't initially see the benefit quote unquote of sharing my personal story like i just really didn't see the benefit um or i didn't know what my audience would be as far as who i could actually assist so fast forward on to today mind you i didn't remember that this today show was part two so this is what god did let me tell you so i have a friend i have a friend who reached out to me and says i have a friend who wants an opinion on something and i told her that you're really great and open-minded and you would be a good person to give this um a better outlook on what you see so when i I watched the video i was like i hate these kind of things I don't really hate it, but I just don't like it. So I am watching video. And so we have a three-way call and we're having this conversation. And then she goes in to give me her perspective on what she felt like happened in the video. And I just was listening. And as I'm listening, there's so much that I hear in her that reminds me of um, people who have been in situations where they've either been they either been subjected to trauma or they've been through something and the way that they talk sometimes is like um, I, I consider it like a settle a settling type of tone like uh, because of what they've been through this is okay with me you know so I'm, I'm okay with doing this because of this or you know that really don't matter as long as we communicate you can do anything you want to and so I was listening so hard and God was like Here's your chance. <laughs> mm-hmm. No judgment. <laughs> Here's your chance. Now, mind you, I don't like, um, I don't 
I don't cry in people's lives. However, yeah. when I heard like her tone of voice and things that she was sharing, it made me want to ask a question, you know, because I'm thinking to myself, you know, we all can react to certain things differently, you know, in my phase of needing to let go of like my past trauma like I had to take a look at my past trauma at myself at things that I'm doing other things that trigger me and maybe my actual my state haven my reactions towards those traumas you know because sometimes we tend to with situations we've been in it doesn't even have to be trauma it could just be heartbreak it could be you know disappointment whatever it is we tend to either build a wall or what we call ourselves doing um and it's a good thing but we we create boundaries that really aren't healthy but we feel like they are because they protect us from something and um we miss the the fact that we do have God there for protection as well. Now, yes, we can we can do a little bit of extra, but sometimes we go a little bit too far and we block places where He needs to come in and work on us. You know, um, you know, like if you're a person who doesn't trust men and He's like, "Hey, you put this um, stereotype on all men," and I'm gonna send you one that's not the stereotype, but you have decided all men ain't nothing. So you block the space in where God can come in and fix it or work on it. And you decide that's a boundary when it really is unhealthy. So um, when I was listening to her talk, I ended up asking her a question. And I asked her, I, I asked her a question. I said, do you think, because um, it was in regards to like a relationship. I said, do you think if you were able to, you know, um, if a man if a man found you and he was one where um you know a man of god or um and you guys had a great connection great communication do you think you would settle for these other things that you settle for and she says no i've had it before so i said oh okay um so then I ended up, because of what she said, because of how she said it, and because I've heard it before, I shared my trauma with her. So I shared my story. I do not know her, you guys, from from Adam and Eve. I don't even know Adam and Eve, okay? I don't know her. So I went into my story, and I shared it. And I basically told her the things that I recognized in myself from my trauma. And after I was done, she paused and she says, thank you for telling me that. Um, she said thank you for telling me that because when I was younger I was molested and so I was like oh but I knew it now, it didn't, I didn't know it, it didn't have to be molestation it just was some type of trauma that she went through that, that changed her mindset so much that she literally blocked out any of the possibilities that God could work on her with she didn't let it go she's held on to it for so long and still holding on to it that she's blocked everything else around it Oh, wow. But that's just the, yeah, the trauma. The, yeah, you know. She and doesn't so, realize it. She feels like she's protecting herself. She does, you know. And so um, so when she goes to, to talk about it, I was just like, I knew something was. And she was like, I'm, I'm just so glad you shared that because, and she started to share the story. And uh, my friend who was also on the phone, she knows of the man who did it to her when she was young. And she was like, I had no clue about any of that. Now, everything that you've done makes sense, right? So um, when in the midst of talking, the conversation got to a point where it was, um, 
I had to show her and put it piece by piece together with the things that she was doing now, how it was the exact same as the things that she was settling for. So like understanding like you're, you feel like you're a nurturer, quote unquote. However, your particular situations that you're in because you've never let go of your situation or talked about it or released that from it being like your fault or um, something that you have to carry around you hold on to it you you protect it like it's a secret um when you really need to let it go you need to release it uh because in more ways than one she's holding on to it she's a mother of it and not even just that situation that individual is still here and you still are around the individual because he is a part of your group and um, you're holding on to it like a mother would. It's like you're protecting that story, which means you're also protecting that person. And I was like, yeah. and you keep saying, I, I'm being, I'm hurt, I'm being hurt, I'm being hurt. And I'm like, and you keep dealing with individuals who you're protecting that are doing you wrong, just like you're doing with your situation. You gotta let it go. I was like, <laughs> if you keep holding on to it, you'll continue to feel this way. You're gonna relate everything, something small to that situation like all these men are just like that man no they're not but the men that you are settling for they do bad things or hurtful things just like he did and you protected him just like you're protecting them and you feel like you can do something to change but I was like you gotta you gotta let God in and let it go you gotta release it so I was I felt like super moved by like just my own personal story was something that could move her to like she was like I feel like I was in therapy today I was like you weren't but um, <laughs> like but, that's how it feels when you actually release something that's been holding a burden in you for so long exactly and so I was like you weren't in therapy however I I you know appreciate the fact that um like I was able to share my story but not just that like like I shared my story but you were able to get something from it to the point where it was like you know what I actually needed that and I I didn't want to to take a look or recognize it even to the point where she was like I don't want to like share with my family because I feel like it's gonna like cause issues and I'm like you can't think about that when God needs you to do something like when he needs you to do something the maybe the reason why you continue to keep going through the same thing is because he needs you to share it he needs you to get it off of your chest <clears throat> he needs you to release it because there's something else you have to do and you're not doing it right now because you keep holding on to things that you don't need anymore and he don't want you to have anymore um and it, it, it so you feel like you've gone in the same circle over and over again and you probably have because you're you're not letting it go uh so like when you were like it's letting go I was like that was perfect like I you was okay you were like Holly you see why it was important to let that situation go you see where you're going now okay I see I'm gonna go ahead <laughs> okay you won this one no look <laughs> you win them all you win them all <laughs> You win them all. You win them all. But you know, even that, and then like, even like another, um, another situation. Um, I've told you guys, I think in probably the first couple of podcasts, and I mentioned his name a lot. Um, uh, my friend Elijah <clears throat> had given me some information or advice in regards to like life and marriage and so forth and so on. 
and at a certain point he was like you gotta let it go he, at one point he told me I was like Matthew I'll describe I remember everything especially the bad things and I'll hold on to them and um, he had said that God means for you to be a light you're a candle and what good is a candle on the bed so I was like okay that's a good point you know I am a light I've been told that's my whole life that I'm a light however when you don't feel that way about yourself somebody telling you that don't mean anything to you because not until you see that will it ever mean anything to you it's just like my mom used to always say when I was growing up you won't care about um you won't care about certain things until you have to pay for it yourself so you won't care about taking care of a sofa that somebody gave you but if you gotta spend your own hard-earned money you will appreciate it so just like when it comes to somebody else seeing my gift and I don't see it mm, I don't believe you (laughs) and so when it came to like um replaying that in my head like saying hey you know your your trauma your pain was something that you needed to go through to get to um the next phase and where god in in god's plan for you you know um and you may not see it in the interim like that letting go is probably one of the most powerful things for you because it does catapult you forward into the place where he is trying to lead you Um, and that and that that is so funny I even say that because I recently literally tonight I was scrolling through Instagram and I ran into this old pastor and he basically stated that um God will show you the vision but he won't tell you how to get there and he said the reason why God doesn't do that is because if he showed you how to get to the end where he where he has you where the, where the vision is going to lead you you would probably give up right then and there because it's not going to be a straight path it's going to have twists turns ups and downs you might get angry you might get ran over it's going to be a lot in between mm-hmm and most of us are not ready for those trials. And so when it comes to letting go, it's the same concept. We think of letting go a lot of times and we think about the pain that comes next, the consequences, the missing this person or, you know, um, you know, the absence of this or that. We don't look at it as there's another notch in the belt. Or there's a there's a where you know the next level is up instead of down. We always look at it initially with the negative, mm-hmm. and you know like with me like releasing my information or my story, like I didn't see a positive in, in sharing it with nobody. So, um, and so like letting go was like what's the point like. what is the point like I don't see the positive in this or what my next stage is going to be from here because like I'm in this pain right now so what's coming next you know like like I would want you know we often want to see the next step or the next phase you know we want to see the future um he just he doesn't do that because sometimes I think he already knows like the next thing you probably won't be able to handle (laughs) I might have to put you through something else so you truly get it or sometimes us seeing it will make yeah. it like we want it now then because exactly. we already know what it is so it's like oh I want it today and then it doesn't come and then you become a little bit I don't know I feel like it's better not to know but it's like ugh I don't know 
it's I think I think I think it is but I think if we were to see like like the man that preacher said he was like you know if he shows you you know your dream and he shows you what the ending the ending is but he's not going to show you what the plan is of how you know what you're going to go through to get there you know because it, again it just might not be easy whatsoever and if he showed us you know even if he shows us the end and if he decided to show us everything we're going to go through in the process we're not going to want to we don't want that for, we don't want your will no more we don't want whatever your will is for us no more because that look like it's about the same thing as what I just went through mm-hmm. and that's where I was at when it was coming to like letting go of like my pain like okay but is my next thing roses and, and chocolate candy and strawberries or is it <laughs> is it you know molded bread and you know like I want to know if it's going to be the greatest of the great and oftentimes it's not that you know it's not that at all um, and so like facing that in itself like the letting go facing it is hard for people because they're thinking of what the next step is going to be like what's the real outcome of me doing this one gesture is it going to be better for me like what is it going to be you know when you when you see people or even if you've been in yourself and you see individuals who have ended like a 20-year marriage like the first thing they say is it was good it was so hard like I would never and it's like okay maybe now I guess you know later on do you see the purpose or the point of it like we never look at it instantly be like the well the good part about it is <laughs> we don't right. have to see the good part <laughs> we just see the pain yeah and you don't see that type of things anymore but no I agree because it's like if a doctor tells like if <clears throat> when you were born guy was to be like okay you are going to die such a date like if mm-hmm. we knew our death date I think a lot of us will will be different and sometimes God doesn't want us to like be different just because we know some things because I think also us knowing things will change our attitude towards it because it's like for instance let's say you go to the store and you see this this item or dress whatever you really really want you know let's right. say you, you see a, a Mac the, the best the most beautiful Mac computer ever the one right. you wanted to do your editing anything you wanted like you see it there in the store so you start saving for it and it right. teaches you things um, because of your desire for it so sometimes God doesn't and if God tells you yeah I'm gonna, you're going to have it next year then I think that you, you your attitude changes you no longer like you already know you're going to have it so I don't think right. like I don't know if I'm explaining myself well but it's kind of like your behavior also changes when you know things yeah it does and I think and, that also plays a part in that in that part of what you're saying yeah I, I I um I I agree with that like I think um I don't know just like um us preparing for something and he's like and I don't want to say he's like you know work for it I don't want to say he's like work for it but I do feel like um just like with anything like if somebody were to just mm-hmm. give you something you know do you, you appreciate it mm-hmm. do you appreciate it you know <clears throat> so not just handing me something <laughs> it's like a parent nurturing yeah. us he nurtures yeah. us he yeah. teaches us he just does not it's like okay it's not like um a rich parent where it's like oh i have a billion dollars so guess what you're gonna you know he doesn't he's not creating spoiled brats exactly you know that's not god's children we're not yeah. spoiled brats we are spoiled 
We yeah. ain't brown. We ain't brown. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we sweat through what we go through in the cause, you know? Exactly. <clears throat> so, yeah, like he does spoil us, you know, but again, we're not Brad. So, I think, you know, he does give us, you know, the things that we need. But again, like we're saying, he's not. That's the key. That's, you just said the key words. He yeah. gives us what we need, what not we what need. we want. Not what we want. But yeah, but what we need, well, and we, we need. have to, we have to understand it because sometimes what we need is not um, what we want at all. You know what I'm saying? We want to make the choice to say, "Hey, we would rather have this," or "We don't want to go through that." And he's like, uh, "Yeah, um, that wasn't a choice I was giving you." <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that wasn't a choice I was giving you. I'm sorry if you thought that you had a, a opinion in this. Right. <laughs> uh, that was not a choice I was giving you. You know, um, and we don't tend to. A lot of us, a lot of people, don't tend to understand that part of it because we just want what we want. We don't get mm-hmm. it. You know. You no. Know, and then also, like for me, like also, like letting go is also like. We see it in everything, even nature, you know, like mm-hmm. autumn, the leaves, like yeah. they let go of the old leaves for something new. You know what I mean? And yep. letting go is part of everything in our lives. And, you know, then when God asks us to let go, we want to make a big deal about it. But then other things were okay to let go. And it's just like, you know, we see it in everything in nature and everything. And I think the reason why we do it like as as like now like having an issue with letting go is because we just we have attachments, you know what I'm saying? And it's in and I think I said it I think I said it in the last podcast. I was talking about I hope I maybe I didn't, but I was talking about when I went to church and I said or I just maybe I just talking to you about it. But I was talking about when I went to church and the pastor basically said that um, when we tend to start liking or loving things more than the time that we give to God, He takes them away. Um, you lose relationships, you grow distant, so and so on, and. Um, so when it happens to us, like it is like devastating and we don't see, um, we don't see that part because of our, um, connection or our tie to it. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. That's very true. And I was meditating on, like, the attachments also of letting go. Because it taught me, like, letting go also taught me the value in myself. Like you were saying earlier, that letting go also teaches us. And for me, like, with my experiences letting go, like, there's certain things that I haven't let go of. Because I have to be honest and real. There's certain things where I'm like, God, not yet, you know, and I'm being selfish about it. Um, But I love it because he understands my reasons, though they're not aligned with him right you know he understands and i get it like when he says it's time it's time there's nothing i could do about it but i just you know it just for me it's just been teaching me because i'm still learning so it's been teaching me at least the the value in myself um and how to like value myself too and not to settle and know that i deserve better and it's not that you know I feel or other people should feel like you're the best of the best because then you don't you know there's you have your person you know what I mean so it's just like you have your person and you have the people that people the people that God place around you so you have your person and you have your people 
And sometimes we're with the wrong people and we need to realize that we deserve better. Not necessarily because they're not better. They're just in a different level. Um, right. But you learn that as you let go, because then when you allow, when you let go of your vision and you allow God to show you, you know, what is his vision or what he already you know, destined for you, then you start to see like, okay, wow. Cause the atmosphere sh- shifts completely. So it's not, you know, you're a child of God and he just wants the best for his kids. Like any, any other parent, you know what I mean? So it's just more like you realize it's like when you're with a crew of friends and your mom is like, Oh, stop chilling with them. That's not good for you. You're like, okay, mom, whatever. You're just jealous or you're just mad, whatever. <laughs> And then in time, you'd be like, wow, my mom was right because they either backstab you mm-hmm. for whatever reasons it is. But it's just when a parent is really telling you something, it's because they see what you don't see. And that's what God is with us. And when he tells us to let go, it's because he done heard conversations we weren't a part of, saw things that we didn't see. And he just wants the best for us. And if we visualize, it, I think in that sense, it helps. But again, easier said than done because there's we're humans and there's emotional attachments to people things even items like some people don't a perfect example i didn't want to let go of the car that i had um because i didn't want to get into more payments i didn't want to get into no car payments right. or none of that and i'm not you know i'm not saying this is for everybody now don't go jumping in the car payment if you're having car problems but for <laughs> me it was just more like i went no because i don't want nobody to be like oh look no 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 <laughs> i don't want nobody to be no bills to me <laughs> but it was just and i didn't want to and i was being stubborn and before my car started breaking down i had already got the word about like you know time for a new vehicle my vehicle wasn't bad it was just it needed it needed work on it and i was just like i don't know i just didn't want to i wanted to keep it i just didn't want, i felt like my car was good right. so um like i was driving it perfectly fine i left the key in one day and a lot of people helped me get in and the guy one of the guys that helped me he put a a, a cane a freaking cane through the you know how they do them little hangers to try to like open the door for the key right yeah those who who don't have triple a like me right. so <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so this guy was there trying to help me, whatever. And then this other man who I know by um, by a friend of mine, he comes and he's like, "Oh, hold on!" And he brings his cane. And as soon as he put the cane, I was like, "Oh my god!" But it was too late for me to even like say something. You know what I mean? I literally like took a deep breath and I don't know. Like after that moment, I was like, "Okay, God, fine. You you really made me not love want the car no more because." When he put the cane, he broke the seal that's on the door. So as I would drive, I would hear. (laughs) (laughs) I would hear the wind through the door. And I was like, I didn't want to let go of the vehicle. So just, you know, God works with everything. So don't just think, you know, letting go comes with. No, because some of us are really attached to like things that don't even like, you know what I mean? Superficial things. And for me, the vehicle was just that thing and I didn't want to let it go I didn't want to go so he just did that and I still didn't let it go without that I was like I asked this guy and he was like yeah we could put it back and we could seal it and you could order an Amazon I was like bet you know I found <laughs> solutions and that wasn't God's plan so I'm here like okay that's what we're gonna do because I really didn't want to get into a new car and um 
nothing so then boom the the i put the key and it didn't want to turn on the car so the i think it was the ignition broke after mm-hmm. and i said fine you win whatever and i went the next like i think i waited like three, four days and i was like well i could catch the bus i was still trying to find a solution for myself <laughs> so i was like oh i work from home i'll just catch the bus for appointments the hospital's literally right here I'll be fine. And then something happened. I needed a food shop and then nobody could take me. And that's tough on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> kudos, kudos to those who don't have people and bus, do yeah. it because, yeah, it's tough. So, I, you know, for me, I, I'm humble enough to catch the bus. I wouldn't care what people think or say. Right. So I was already finding solutions. Here I am trying to figure it out. Instead of like, God, what is it that I need to do? No, nope, I'm trying to figure it out. So I'm here in my head like, okay, so I can just catch the bus. That'll work. I'll save some money. Perfect. No car insurance. You know what I mean? I was like, that'll work. And then it didn't until it didn't. You know what I mean? Until I had to surrender and I went to the car shop. And I'm here like, I don't I don't want it to be more than this amount, this, that, this and that. And I was being so negative already about it, right? Right. Um, and it's crazy because I didn't come in with this. Like, literally what I have written wasn't even what I came in with. Like, this was not something. It just came because of the conversation we had. <laughs> but it goes with the topic. Right. I'm telling you. Um, so yeah, so I already went in negative and I was like, oh, I don't want this car. I don't trust people in the dealerships. They always give you a car and then it breaks down. I was just being negative. So I'm in there and I'm like, whatever. Um, so I called my cousin and she told me where she got her car. And I I usually, like, since I've got my license, I usually ask people like, oh, where do you got the car? If I seen that they had it for an amount of time mm-hmm. and then haven't had issues, I feel like those, that's good references. <laughs> so I, I went there where she went. Um... And the thing, they were very nice, whatever. I tested a few cars, and I ended up getting the car that I have now. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was very low on miles, which was very weird um, for the year that it is. So I was like, oh, that's weird, because all the other cars were in. But then I got the car, and it was making this... this. I got the car on a Friday, and then I drove it the next day, I think, to New York and came back. And I was like, okay, the the car started making a noise so because it was still under the warranty I called and whatever so I went back and I was like okay God you told me to get this car now I get this car and it's already making a noise like this is what I didn't want to deal with you know what I mean <laughs> exactly. like I was, just, I was just so upset I was like see and now they're not going to give me my money back so I told the guy I didn't want the car to give my money back he said oh you had up to two days I said when did y'all tell me I had two days to change my mind. Like, who does that? How can right. you give a person like, like? In my mind, it was just like, yeah, just and I and on night I have because I have to be honest. On my way back, I told my um my daughter's father, I was like, we're gonna come at nighttime. Oh my and we're god, just gonna throw bombs at this place, and, <laughs> and I'm gonna get my money's worth because we're just gonna. <laughs> oh god yes i have to be honest right so here i am but i was joking of course i would not do that that was maybe um old old young me i'm I'm a mother now (laughs) (laughs) but i was so i was so livid i was like oh let's come back and we're just gonna like i don't know smash some cars and he looked at me he's like you need to like chill (laughs) like your anger is just and those were the times where I realized, yeah, I got to work on myself. Right. I did. Thank, thank God. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Mercy of God. But I was so upset. So I go to the warranty place and I'm, I'm, I'm very upset because I'm like, oh, whatever. And I was like, well, I should have just kept the other car because I sold the other car to somebody and mm-hmm. they fixed it. And they were driving it perfectly fine. Oh, wow. 
yeah so that even made me more upset like it just intensified it and I was like oh I should have just filled my car I didn't have to deal with this whatever whatever and um nothing what ended up happening was God had a plan Mm -hmm. and I was being stubborn so when I take the car to the warranty, I meet the, I meet this lady, and I'm never rude to the people because I know it's not them; is the policy, right. and the people who made the policy is nowhere to be found. Exactly. So I don't waste, you know. They're just they're just like me in my job. They're just getting paid. To right. They pay their bills. You know what I mean? Right. They don't. I'm just. I I've learned that. <laughs> I've been so much on the other side that I've learned that. Right. So I'm just there, whatever, and. It passed like a week. She gave me the car back. It still made a noise. I had to take it to the Nissan to have them evaluate it to then go back to this to the warranty people and say, look, what y'all don't found, they found. This is what's wrong with it. Right. Um, I was just very like, I was like, if I'm gonna keep this car, everything's gonna be right. Which is a good thing because usually I'm a person that when something goes wrong, I just try to figure it out. But this time I stood up for myself. Yeah. And I tried to find, which was something I didn't do. So that's one way how God worked it. Secondly was when they finally fixed what they needed to fix in the car, which was the last day of me being with this people or dealing with this people. Um, I leave the car shop. And when I get on my car, she's like, oh, here's the keys. Have a good one. And I'm like, okay, thank you. So I sit in my car and I was like, I don't know, like, a voice meditated with myself because I'm still trying to figure it out. We're going to talk about that, of course, in our last episode, so I don't want to yeah. jump into that. But I literally was like, like something in me was like, go inside and tell this woman this, this, and that. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. That's not weird. But I'm talking like I'm literally alone in my car. Um, so then I'm about to drive off and my chest just like started like beating really hard. Like, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm, I'm not, I can't leave, huh? All right. So I literally get off my car. I go inside the shop and she's looking at me like she took a deep breath and was like, what happened? Like She's like, she was over me, I think, at that point. Right. Um, I wasn't rude to her, though, but it was just, I think she was just over of the back and forth with the vehicle because I, I, I promise you I took it back like three or four times. <laughs> um, yeah, because every time they gave it to me, it was just something. But again, God had a plan that I didn't know. I found out that last day that I went. Mm-hmm. So I go and whatever, and she's like, what happened? They didn't do it. And she was, and I was like, no, 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 everything's good. Um, this is going to sound mad random. I just got to tell you something. <laughs> she looks at me. <laughs> and she, she, she didn't have, like, in her face that look of that you're going through something or... She's she's good at poker face like yep. some of us are because I'm like it. that. Yeah. Right. So I really she didn't ne- never gave me signs of her going through anything. She was always since I came in she was just that always that professional business. You know, mm-hmm. Right. Cas- you know um, personality or appearance. Um, so literally I'm just here like okay like in my head and then I was gonna I literally turned around and I was like okay and then she was like one second because she had a call and I was like okay this is my time to just leave um, and I tried but that feeling in my chest didn't let me so I go back to the window and she's like one second and I'm like uh-huh I'm like in my mind I'm like girl take your time <laughs> um I've never done this. This was something I've never done in my life, like, ever. So I'm just there, like, okay, okay, what what do you want me to tell her again? Like, I'm talking to myself, like, what was that again? Right. Okay, so then she comes to the window. She's like, yes. And I was like, um, 
I don't know why I'm gonna tell you this, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I legit that's how I said. It. I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna tell you this, but um, God just wanted me to tell you that He misses talking to you, that He loves you, and that you can talk to Him again. And she just started breaking down, crying. And I'm used to seeing people when they tell them gifts, they'd be like, "Okay, thank you. Yeah, I talked to God. Thank you." But the way she reacted, whatever God wanted her. The message that got she knew what it was clearly because she reacted to it. Yeah, but I was just more of like because the guy from the back comes in. And it's funny, I don't know. I'd be in situations. The guy <laughs> from the back comes to the front. Uh, one of the mechanics comes through like the office door because it's kind of connected to the thing. So he kind of walks in the doors and sees her, and he gives me this look like if I did something to her. Right. And I legit like was like, okay, bye. That was all. <laughs> I didn't even. I felt so horrible when I got in my car. I was like, <laughs> I cried, of course, because you know I've never went through that. Yeah. But I told God in that moment. I told God, listen, if we're, if you're gonna do this. I need to be ready because I don't ever want to leave like I left. Like I, I couldn't even hug her. Like I was like literally, you know, like those movies of the most the non-emotional yeah. friends mm-hmm. that like literally pokes them when they're crying. Like mm-hmm. you're like, it's okay. So yeah, so I just like I knew that at that moment I was like, okay, if you're gonna have me do this, like prepare me because I don't ever want to leave. Like I felt like I needed to tell her something or give her a hug, but I was also like weirded out in a way about the situation because yeah. I didn't expect her reaction to be that right. I didn't know what message I was giving her then this guy comes through the back looking at me like I did something to her exactly. so I like, you know it was just but the message was given and on my way home I was like oh my goodness like if I didn't listen to what you were trying to tell me in that moment like you know and it was just it was a very emotional moment to be back and it's kind of like let go of what people are gonna think you know what i mean and just if god gives you say it you know what i mean share it share that testimony say that that message that you need to tell to this person don't let the thought because quickly we get something in our feeling like sometimes you may see somebody and be like oh i want to hug her and then you'd be like oh no i don't want to hug her because people are gonna look at me no delete that second thing stick to the first You know what's crazy is one of the words that you utilize that makes me go back to my what I how I started off my conversation in regards to the event that happened today um, with the mm-hmm. the ladies I was on the phone with is the word you use was surrender. So letting go is surrendering, whether you're surrendering so mm-hmm. that God can take over, or you're surrendering and you're letting God use you. Whatever that is, it is a surrender. And so it made me think that that was was a key word but it made me think of how I felt in the moment of listening to her because my first mind was like I ain't about to say nothing because listening to the way that she (laughs) talks and in the midst of the conversation the things that she was addressing that she was okay with I was kind of like um yeah it made me think of like the conversation that you had shared with me in regards to a group a group of friends where it was like mm. so I'm listening oh, to it and I was like yes. this ain't my kind of circle I ain't got nothing to say <laughs> yes, yes. then it was like it, like it hit me and I don't know I don't really think I heard anything it was more like a like a I don't know like a twitch or something it was like um if my will, if if my will is gonna be your will, then my will for you is to <laughs> is to spread the gospel. So, 
um, surrender to what I, I need to do. So I was like, I sat there for a minute and my friend could see in my face, like I disagree with what she said, but I don't, you know, it, it you know, it's your, it's how you feel, it's your opinion. So I don't judge. Um, I just am, I was kind of like, I was kind of, I, I was cringing. Cause I'm like, when people start using the Bible for their, people use the Bible for their own good. I'm like, mm, mm, let me, let me, Oh, let me be quiet. But then I was like, I was like, uh, no, don't you know the word? Uh, hello, like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> you have something to say, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if this is my arena though. This ain't my stage. So, and I don't want to clash with anybody who is strongly, who feels strongly about something. That's the one thing, like surrendering mm-hmm. and letting go of what the yeah. response is going to be or the reaction or what is you know going to come to you if you yep. if you do something that you feel like everybody's about to go against you on. And it's like, Holly, who cares? That's like, and. And so what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and go do it now. <laughs> yeah. Some, and then sometimes the best reaction is no reaction. You know, there's things we don't need to argue. Jesus wasn't arguing the gospel. You know what I mean? Right. And if, he told his disciples that, you know, go where you go. And if you're not received, keep it pushing. Don't, don't, don't shove it down. They don't want, they and, don't want it. And that is like, that is a, the surrendering part. Like, again, I say sur- a lot, letting go is also surrendering. So in the mm-hmm. surrendering where you're it actually is. following directions, you're taking the orders that you're giving you are ministering or whatever it is that God is asking you to do instead of fighting against it and just letting go and letting God you know take over and surrendering sometimes we have a hard time and I did not have a hard time with that this morning however I was kind of like is this I don't know this is this is not my place and he was like so what is your place because this is the part of the will that I asked you for <laughs> so <laughs> this is the part of the will that I have for you so what you mean it's not your place so go ahead and speak so I was like okay let me go ahead so you know and, and but you know my mom probably was very much so into like okay I heard what she said I don't think at all what I'm about to say is going to change her mind on how she think um, but you know in his mind it's like I didn't ask you to change your mind I asked you to tell the truth though like to share the truth like like you know the truth is about the word in the Bible so share the truth along with your story to help her so you know and that is a, a big part of um, the journey when you're bringing people to him is literally just sharing sharing the truth which is what Jesus did he shared the truth he shared the word that was it he shared the word like this is the truth in regards to things like you're being taught different by by the Jews here and maybe you hear something different from the Romans but here is the truth though this is what I'm gonna share with you I'm not telling you what to do I'm not I'm not here to judge I'm just telling telling you his word now if you want to take it and live by it by all means by all means means. (laughs) if you decide not to understand the other part of the word is exactly what happens so by all means Mm -hmm. whichever one you choose that's on you you know because you have free will (laughs) but letting go for sure is that word you said which is surrender and I think with any situation again like I said we always look for the income the, the outcome but surrendering is not easy like uh, my pastor said last weekend, uh, anybody tell you that being a true Christian or being a, a person of God is easy, they ain't a date, they, they not, they not on that walk with him for real. Because anybody who knows on their walk with, with Jesus, with God, it ain't no easy process. <laughs> you're going to run into some stuff you don't want to do. You're going to have to face people you don't like. You're going to have to do people who don't like you. It's going to be so much... <clears throat> 
you have to deal with and that's not an easy thing and I was it like, has yeah. its beauty though it really does have its beauty but when you I know, argue I'll be like no <laughs> don't yeah. matter what I say nobody, I try <laughs> yes it does have its beauty but I think in, in when you're in your walk and like when you're maturing I think it really helps us to grow and become better individuals and um, versatile and learning how to deal with the different things we may run into or the different individual we may run into the next time like this the individual may have just been all talk the next person might have some action with them and we may not be ready for that per se but he gets us ready for all of it with all the different people or the things that he makes us faith um and in more ways than one <clears throat> we're not often ready for the letting go process or the actual surrender but um and, and we want to know what the outcome is or what's going to come next but if you just flow with it you know and at least try to be somewhat positive in regards to you know what benefit what you may have to give um gives to the next person maybe that's how we should think about it like like i don't want to surrender this is gonna be difficult i don't want to deal with this or do that or do this but okay but if i do this this is how I can help them or, or speak in regards to how God can use you to aid and help this or do that or how you can um, grow yourself because of letting go of something that's burdened you for a while um, whether it be a relationship a job I don't care what it is but think about mm-hmm. how it releases the tension from your shoulders or you know what maybe you've been in the dark about for the past six months and what may come from you not having that darkness over you no more or carrying an extra 300 pounds or 100 200 pounds of another person just think about the positive part like you, you know we don't think about like what God seen before we did you know what I'm saying like maybe that extra 200 pounds was got you know him releasing and saying hey um yeah that ain't it <laughs> That ain't it. Right. Now you may miss some, but you're not actually missing the person. You're missing some of the things you may have gotten or the things ways you may have felt. Uh, I took that person away, but those feelings can come back with the right person. So you ain't really missing anything. <laughs> you just feel like you have to have something 24-7 and you really don't. You need me though. <laughs> you need me. Um mm-hmm. And I think that's the part that he we kind of... down to it, though. Yeah, that's the part that we miss because... Um, what did I... Um, that's the part, like I said, that we miss because um, we were never intended to find fulfillment in people or circumstances, ever. Yeah. And you have to learn to let go and find true fulfillment in God alone. That's where we kind of, especially, um, and, and again, we're not all perfect, we're not on the same level. So some of us learn in the trial of getting there to the point where we finally realize that our fulfillment should be in God first, um, seeking the kingdom first, and then he'll send everything else to us. So come. Yeah, you know, we learn that on our walk. Um, and if we're not in that space or not there yet, you know, it is a learning process. It's a learning curve that is kind of difficult maybe because um, we get in the way. But um, 
we have to at some point understand that like um, even in a circumstance where we want something like okay you want it but understand this you may you just may not need it you know you may just be used to having somebody fill a space and you don't need anybody to fill a space you need to pick up the book and read the word Um, and we have to be willing to surrender to that request that he makes you know Um, and understand the reason why it's being made in the first place and sometimes we don't like to look at our own situations to say, hey, you know what? I get it. <laughs> I get it. I've been like, you know, um, I think me and you talked about like uh, idolizing um, a couple or last week or something like that. Um, and so when I said like the pastor was like, God doesn't like you, you know, he's emotional too, you know, like you don't want anybody put before him, you know. And when you tend to show more interest and care for a person, a human <clears throat> more than you give him his time and pay attention to him it is like uh, a person having to fight for your attention like you gotta give me some time you gotta give me some time you don't give me any <laughs> you call uh-huh. me when you get a problem you call me when you're going through you call me when you're sad but when you're happy or when something um, positive has happened or even in the midst of that relationship or that job, you don't bring me in and let me know what's going on or tell me about the day or whatever the case is. And so he's emotional, too, you know, and when he sees that you have put something over him, he will um, either take it away or he'll get out the picture until you come and find him. Yep, he was on his phone. So either you surrender to to him, understanding that you seek him first, or, you know, those are the other options that he gives, you know. So um, that surrender word is, is a perfect word for letting go because it is something that is a part of that process. And letting go is a surrender. Like, hey, you know, I'm not going to stress over this anymore. Let it go and let God. <laughs> let go and let God. Like, you can't control everything. And that's part of, the, part of letting go is is the the factor of control you live so much peaceful when you don't get no more control and i actually heard the other day um i don't know if it was in a podcast or in a preaching video but and i didn't even thought of this or knew this that god's first covenant was marriage which was with adam and eve mm-hmm. and i was like because I thought you know it was his first covenant was just with us you know the church his wife Mm -hmm. but when somebody the preacher was saying no God's um, first covenant was you know marriage um, with like you know the spouse husband and wife and then you just said the thing about the conversation I had with the group of friends just see let me see how the enemy would just uh, you know he attacks everything that God would have but if we just like you said if we let go, surrender, and be obedient, then we we can see clearer and it's less stressful. Yeah. Because, like, before I would just date to date, you know what I mean? And I have to be honest, I didn't have... How can I say this? It's not that I didn't understand this. I just didn't really have, like, you know, I would just date to date because they said the right things or they said what I wanted to hear, you know, and I wouldn't let time pass. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, because of letting go to that part of me I'm learning now who I am and now I come with questions you feel me like right. mm-hmm. I got this whole notebook like come on listen now let's, let's do this trip. <laughs> well how you want to do this we could do this in trivia 
um, we could do it in like two truths, one lie. Like, let's make yes. it fun because it's a lot of questions. So, like, <laughs> yeah, how you want to do this? We're going to be here like two hours. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but for real, no, I come with questions. <laughs> so, yeah, just know. Actually, on a day or something, <clears throat> I come with questions. <laughs> Listen, this is a twenty. This is what is that show? Twenty four hours, whatever that dang on news show is. Yeah, we got questions. Like, yeah, like I need to know. Like before, I didn't care, and it's not that people be like, "Oh, you, you go digger." No, I let go of the naive woman in me. Mm-hmm. This woman now, this woman is a child of God, and I and I have worth. I have, you know, everybody has worth. Everybody has values, and everybody have what we what you bring to the table, and what you can't bring to the table. I'm not saying I'm going to judge you by your flaws, but it's just, you know, not everything is for everyone. So we need, I need conversations now. Like, what do you bring to the table? Um, What is your relationship with God? Because just knowing what is your relationship with God will tell me a lot. Mm -hmm. And if you lie, time will tell me. Because another thing God teaches us is time. It's like we could, I could like, it's like, um, what do you call them? The farmer's. The, you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna, you gotta, you gotta grow your seed, and then you gotta take care of it, nurture it, and then let it grow. You gotta give things time. You can't keep rushing into relationships just because they said the right thing and it felt good and it made my heart and something else. You know what I mean? Like no, it's more to it because a lot of people are in a relationship and it's just based on sex you know what i mean or mm-hmm. there's a lot of men in marriage that are looking at the other side just because of a sexual appearance you know what i mean like okay but can this person help you grow spiritually do this right. person see you you know what i mean so it's right. just so many things that now change even because i i i shared testimony on our the for our first um letting go about like you know grieving for me now this one i just wanted to share about relationship because i feel like a lot of people are stuck in relationships that is just sexually and and some mm-hmm. marriages are falling apart because of just sex itself and it's just like you're letting go of something really great over something that's not even you know what I mean it won't even help you elevate you know what I'm saying like you got to think about it and it's not about oh I got to date somebody because I need to grow and see like an investment or whatever but it's just you know you got to you know, whatever God made, God made great. And God, God, everything God made is supposed to flourish and grow, right? right? So if you're stagnant in a marriage, then either there's work to be done. You know what I mean? There's a, either a lot of work to be done or it's just, you know, and, and this is the thing about it, right? So we ask people, like you were saying earlier, back in the days, people in marriages will be married for what? 60 years still and mm-hmm. if you ask them the recipe is like a, a, a farmer you have to see let put the seed and let it grow it's not always gonna give you what you want in the time that you want it mm-hmm. but we have to you know if you if you love the person and it's not a base about sex and it's about chemistry and and you're you know destined to be with this person because god aligned you then you're gonna see it flourish and grow but you have to first God needs to be the center of it. Right. You know, that's that's priority right there. And then secondly, you have to let go of your ideas or visions when you walk into a relationship. You know, your needs or whatever you want it might not be this other person. So that's that's two. We have to let go, surrender and say, you know what? 
I love you for who you are. I'm okay with your flaws. I can help you with your flaws and you can help me with mine. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's what helps it grow. But if you don't have these conversations when you're in the dating stage and it's just like, oh, you're cute. Yeah, I got money. All right. You know what I mean? Like that conversation I was having about how they were saying how, you know, mm-hmm. the girls, oh, you rather be a girl that gets money or whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm okay with what I bring. <laughs> like, I don't. Right. I'm not going to date a person because you pay for dinner or pay for me to chill or bought me Gucci, whatever it is now, because honestly, I'd be okay with um, anything. I'm very simple, so it's just I'm different, you know. And there's a lot of girls that might think like me, and there's others that don't, and that's okay. There's not a right and a wrong. I'm just going by what God's love is, and if you know, God, I'm the child of God, and God made a person for me. I really don't think God is gonna give me a person who's not gonna help me grow. And all yeah. the aspects, you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, like letting go was also learning that, like learning how to value myself and that, you know, it's not, you know, are you, how can you help me grow? And what is your relationship with God? Like, can I consider you my best friend? God is my best friend. Like, mm-hmm. God will give me somebody, like, can I consider you my best friend? Can I go for you for everything with no fear? You know what I mean? Because that's your other half, your rib. You know what I mean? He, It should be your everything. But nowadays you say that and it's like, oh, you're toxic. You don't want to let me breathe. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, no, it just... I'm supposed to be your rib. You're supposed to come to me, not call Tyrone at three in the morning because you're stressing. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm your other half. Wake me up. Come on. I'm going through something. All right, let's pray. Do we need a fast? What do we need to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. teamwork. And, 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 and a lot of marriages are not like that. You, it's sometimes the woman, and then I'm not saying it's always the men, because sometimes us, the woman, we're so used to being independent, and I include myself, where mm-hmm. I don't even, mm-hmm. we don't even care what the other person brings. It's like, I'm going to handle it and do it my own, but we're putting more burnings in our back when we have somebody that should be our, our half. You know what I'm saying? It's just right. a lot of things because it's not just the men with cheating. It's also sometimes the females. You're so used to being independent. And when a man brings something to the table, you're like, oh, no, I got it. Why? Oh, I don't want them to throw it in my face. But this is supposed to be your spouse or the, your about-to-be spouse. You know what I mean? It's just... Right. It, it's a lot that we need to work on ourselves and 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 God are showing us that. And it's it, it'd be hard because... We all, as humans, we're in nature. We want to blame the other person. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it's very tough to look in the mirror and say, "Okay, I have to work on myself." And I had to do that. I had to do that to realize that, like you said, the trauma with me being molested. I just felt like men just wanted sex. So in my relationships, I'd be like, they'd be like, "Oh, you you look pretty today. What you want to touch me? Like that's all you think mm-hmm. about." You know what I mean? It was just mm-hmm. like because of the trauma of what I went through with what you started the conversation. So Mm -hmm. I realized how that affects me in relationships. So, you know, and God showed me and it was testimonies, random testimony I saw on YouTube about it. And I was like, okay, God, I get it. I got to let go of the old me. I got to let go of all the walls. Like I understand now. Or I won't get it. I'm going to block those things. And I'm like, okay, I got to be sensitive. And it's funny because the other day I was talking to one of my friends and she asked me about something that is very emotional to me. Um, 
I fell in love with somebody and it just never worked out and it was very emotional for me and I was telling my friend about it um and because she's related to the person so I was talking to her about it and she was just like you're crying because they're like oh you're to some of my friends I'm like I'm heartless because I'm very like when they ask me about things, I'd be like, "Girl, just do this, this, and that if you want to." You know what I mean? And, like cut the guy off, whatever. I'm I'm very good at that. Like we spoke about with your sister, I'm very good mm-hmm. at like cutting off and just mm-hmm. keep walking, don't look back. But God is teaching me like you have to look back, you have to give people opportunity, you got to hear their side. They have trauma too. You know what I'm saying? So in this walk of God, I've, I'm I'm very you know I'm, I'm a sensitive I'm a sensitive thug. <laughs> so. <laughs> He's kind of sensitive thug. Yeah, I'm a sensitive thug. I like that from that movie. It just always made me laugh because it's like, I am. I'm very, like, I could be very, like, hardcore and, you know, determined and, you know, and put my heart aside into things. But I'm learning not to do that. I'm learning to let myself go through the emotion, express what I feel because it's human and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And I will then be better off instead of holding that emotion in. Letting that go just, you know, keeping that in doesn't help. If you open up and you let it go, it's just, you're lighter. You know what I mean? And right. I told her that and she's like, you're crying. And she was like, I was like, yeah, I saw him and I started crying. And she's like, why you were crying? And I was like, because ever since I've been with this path with God, I'm just emotional and like, just see, it made me cry. Like I was just like, wow, like, it's crazy how I felt all this for this person and then walking through this journey of God, like, I'm okay. Like, I didn't know if that made sense to her, but to me it just did because the way I felt for this person and then seeing them and it was just like, I'm okay. You know what I mean? Like, thank you, right. God. Like, I'm good. I didn't think I would outlive this. You know what I mean? Like, thank you, God. Like, just thank you. Thank you. And though we're a work in progress, just thank you because in that moment, of course, nobody's going to know only me. But at that moment, I realized how a lot changed in me from just right. seeing that person. You know what I mean? It was just like, wow, God, like, wow. You, you're the man. <laughs> so, um, letting go. <laughs> letting go. Yeah. Relinquishing. 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 <laughs> um... <laughs> And like I said before, um, just speaking in it, like when we refuse to let go and we refuse to let things go, um, oftentimes we are, we go through God get, gently strips things, strips, um, strips, strips us of the things that interfere with his bigger plan. So um, if we're holding on to something that he really needs us to let go of, you know, it does get in the way of what his plan is for, what his vision is for us. Um and, then and I was see. doing I was doing what you said I was idolizing another person you know what I mean it was mm-hmm. just this person this person in my head and every day my plans this person this person and God was like hold up where do I fit in your head right <laughs> And I think uh, that's why I said, like, you know, we don't see, like, the bigger, like, like, you know, maybe God looked at that situation, like, uh, yeah, uh, girl, I got somebody 10 times better. Or, <laughs> um, right, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, all he's <laughs> trying to do is have us let go because he has something greater. It's always yes. something greater. He's going to give you back something mm-hmm. better than what you lost. Like, it, he ain't meant to give you back the same old, same old. He don't want you to go backwards. He wants you to go ahead. So, like, when we refuse to let go, we be getting in our own way. Yes, we do. We get in our yeah, own we way. Do. 
and then we get to see like wow like geez god you love me better than i love myself because it's just he shows you he does he really does it's just moments where you're like wow and that's that's just because if 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 we if we allow him to share us by letting go, it's really us like giving him our faith and our trust that we believe in his plan. Like um, the in the Bible, like it's a ton of like men and women who um, let go of their expectations in exchange for a life of trust and faith, like Joseph. <clears throat> um, who had a dream he watched it go up in smoke like he like what he thought was not gonna be he had some greater in store for him <laughs> um like um instead he was sold into slavery and ended up in prison <laughs> and like um in journey for years with unmet expectations like for for a long time you know what I'm saying and that was you know and I'm sure like I said before sometimes we don't let go because we don't know what's coming next I don't think that mm-hmm. Joseph thought that was coming next like hold up wait a minute I had a dream you weren't gonna give me that dream you mean I'm go through all of this a prison like journeying for years like how long did Joseph live like we I'm 387 like <laughs> like like did I do this half my life like this is what you're gonna give me like we don't want to do things when we we find out what all we have to go through you know what I'm saying or Abraham who was promised a son like and years went by and there was no son you know what I'm saying and just like when we talk about like having kids like okay years go by we trying 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 nothing happening but that don't mean it's out of the question though you know we just gotta let go of it you know what I'm saying we gotta let go of it because we idolize it to a certain point where it becomes the only thing we've already got like we're gonna work on this to the end like mm-hmm. that's our focus our focus ain't you know we gonna come to God and pray like God why you ain't give me this but every day are we talking to him about it every every or every day are we just talking to him and, and then letting it go yeah. you know is he the focus or is it the focus is you know you getting what you want but you want to tell him what you want every single day <laughs> because yeah. even when you're talking to him and telling him what you want the focus is still what you want <laughs> yep and, and he has it for you and then he's like okay now you're rushing me Right. Or even like right now, you guys, we are doing a um I guess like a challenge and we're doing we're reading um Romans and Ephesians for the month of November. And even in like um reading Romans, um the apostle Paul ministry in life um included a lot of stints in prison like we're gonna get to that point but he, it included a lot of prison time for him um and he still had um god's will to fulfill you know like he spent all that time in prison because you know of them disliking things but like um all of this like so many people in, in these people despite their like unfulfilled expectations and dreams continued like to minister in their circumstances god ordained for them and it's just like for us like like i could say for myself like i said releasing a podcast or even talking about my story was something i didn't want to do one i guess i just didn't want like to hear the response of family and then i didn't feel like my ministry would mean anything to anybody or would help anybody or change anything and then god put people in my face <laughs> like let me tell you how this is gonna help <laughs> let me just show you let me give you somebody that this is gonna this is gonna help <laughs> let me give you this this person and this is i'm gonna show you i'm gonna show you how it's gonna help you know like if i didn't decide to say hey um 
put aside what you feel you know what I'm saying because your feelings don't really matter but put aside what you think and just take a look at how he's about to work or let him work period stop getting in the way and just let him work yeah and the yeah. crazy part is it's just that um, go yeah like our vision which is that yeah our vision because we we're so strongly to think that you know like we can solve it or we can do it we just start to to like sometimes our vision gets us in trouble because we be feeling like okay i could do it i don't need help i got this mm-hmm. and at naomi had said something earlier today but like um and and we kind of both touched on it but basically you know in the end um if we just trust him, like he uses our disappointments in our lives to press us forward in our faith. Like, mm-hmm. like the like we may get disappointed, we may feel like ain't nobody there. But the more faith <clears throat> you place in God in regards to what your 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 outcome is or what happens next, like, um, it builds a strength in you, like especially within your faith, like to be able to handle the tribulations and trials that you're given, um, to push you to where he needs you to be, where you should be. Yep. You remember the picture, the text picture I sent you yesterday of the Bible <coughs> study I'm doing? Mm-hmm. You just put me on something. So I sent it to you in blank, the one that was for today, which was Naomi's blessing. Mm-hmm. Right, so I don't know if yeah. you got to do it or if you didn't, because I know you're doing your own your own thing as well. Um, but in the apply portion, right, it was talking about like Naomi experienced the sorrow because she lost her husband and her two sons, right? And yeah. then Ruth stood with her. But what ended up happening was that Ruth married Boaz and gave her a grandchild, even though she wasn't related. But that's not the only thing. Like, I don't know if you read at the end of it, right? So I did that Bible study today. And it's funny that you said that because, you know, like, you know, like changing, like, to sorrow. And this mm-hmm. also goes with transforming your pain into purpose. Mm-hmm. But it's also letting go, too, because, you know, she had to let go of the thought that this woman would be married to her son. But her son died. So she kind of told, gave her the okay to remarry and helped her, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, she had just let go of that vision that she had. And it ended up being better for her because um, the kid that Ruth had with Boaz um, ended up being um, in the bloodline who brought the Messiah, who brought Jesus. Mm. You know what I mean? So, and I didn't even know that. Of course, you. Yeah, that's why we got to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. So, like, I knew King David was part of, you know, the bloodline of Jesus. But I didn't know that it went back to Naomi and Ruth. And Ruth wasn't even part of, you know, she was from a different, she she had a different God. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But because she married Naomi's son, she was like, oh no, like, you know, and um, Ruth's, Ruth's decision, you know what I mean? It just aligned her into God's plan for her life. And she was serving a different God. Mm-hmm you get what I'm saying but she let go of like all that and it ended up being like if she would have known that she probably would have not you get what I'm saying like it's just you brought me to the lesson I learned this morning (laughs) 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 but you know what I mean yeah like I love when he does that I 
like just care with him but yeah no it just you saying that was like Naomi remember what I told you this morning okay God got you I got you <laughs> but no I learned that this morning and I was like wow that's crazy because and even on my little summary here that I wrote I was like it's amazing how Ruth loyalty and compassion for Naomi placed her in the right place God needed her to be her heart was mm-hmm. tested because it was tested because um, Naomi told her like go with the other one I forgot what her name was um, her other daughter-in-law but the other daughter-in-law bounced like she left she didn't think about it no, well, she first she told her no and then Naomi was like go ahead just go back to your God you know what I mean and remarried and whatever but um, Ruth was like I'm not leaving you I'm staying with you and you know her heart got tested and she chose to be around the woman who lost her you know she could have wanted remarried as she did but you know what I mean she could have just been like bye girl but she didn't. Her decision, she made a decision that was bigger than her. She didn't think about herself only. You know what I mean? And doing that is having a heart of God. Because when we just think about ourselves, then we don't align ourselves to what maybe helping another person. You don't know what that mm-hmm. might resolve for you. And her choosing to stay with this elderly woman who lost her husband, doesn't have family, no kids, you know, instead of her taking under her wing Naomi actually helped Ruth get a husband and you know that's the great 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 whatever of Jesus in the world you know what I mean that brought mm-hmm. him here so it's just amazing it's amazing it really is amazing it we, is how he just orchestrates everything and we're just that's why I say it's just I don't know what's better knowing or not knowing I think not knowing because things like that probably would have scared her. She would have been like, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> or it would have motivated her. We don't know. Yeah. You know what I think is interesting um, is if we take a deeper look at just surrendering, um, a lot of times some things we go through are really too heavy for us. And I... You know, if you know, even though I, I can be quote unquote independent, I can be honest and say that some things are too heavy for me. You know, like it would be great not to have to take care of all the bills myself. You know, I would love to hand over, you know, half of what I got to take care of to receive help. And if I look at it that way, just as me being human in life, it should be easier for us to look at it in the sense of, um, understanding what surrender actually means. Like it means to give it up completely to let it, to really let it go means to give it up, to hand it over, to lay it down. So if I could look at my life and be like, it'd be great to have, or, you know, to, you know, when you marry some man who's a man of God who actually comes in and, and takes over or, you know, helps out or whatever the case is, not always expected, but they do it, you know, it's like a weight lifts off your shoulder, which is all that God be wanting to do. Like when you surrender, he just wants to take it off your plate period Mm -hmm. he just wants to take it off your plate and if we just looked at it like that not you know not like how heartbroken we're gonna be because we lose and this or whatever the case is he just want to take it off your plate that's it Mm -hmm. it's you know we make it a constant struggle because it's just quote-unquote human nature but he just literally wants yep. to take it off the plate he don't want you wasting time worrying because worrying means 
you have little faith. Yeah. And we have to identify also, like, what can we control and what we cannot control. And what mm-hmm. we can't control, it ain't for us to control it. And, and then if you look at it even deeper, God already knows that, like, most of our things are, are, are too big. Like, that we are not big enough to carry our burdens and sins by ourselves. That's the reason why sin is only fine. Like, mm-hmm. you know we couldn't carry that. So if we know that, and we've been knowing that, <laughs> then coming to the conclusion that the weight that you may be carrying, that you haven't let go of or surrendered, is already too heavy. And he already knew that was going to be the case. Mm-hmm. And the reason he says that is because it's not our battle. It's not between flesh and spiritual. We can't, we don't, you know, we don't see that battle. It's not ours. And that's why he fights it for us. It's not that we're here giving him everything and he thinks of us like we're, you know, we're incapable. No, he knows we're capable to a lot of things he made us. He's our creator. It's just that this particular battle is just not ours. It's not. (laughs) And that's what we need to realize. For me, it was also realizing that. And then I had to write down, like I found my little paper here, five bad habits to break. Now, I haven't mastered these habits, but um, I don't think I ever shared this with you, actually. Um, I have a little (laughs) sticky note here where I put like all my little thoughts. And this was based on the video I saw. And I was like, you know what? Those are bad habits. So then I wrote down five of them that I need to change in myself. And to each his own, everybody should know what habits they have and be real about it. For me, is this. So my one, one habit that I had to break was ghosts. I put ghosts. And the reason I put ghosts is because I tend to ghost myself and just isolate myself, which is good, mm-hmm. and, it's good and bad. It's good and bad. Um, but I need to share testimony as we've been speaking. Um, so that's a, something I have to let go of, ghosting myself and just staying in my bubble and understanding that it's bigger than me. And the reason I lived it was not to keep it to myself, but to share it. Um, right. So that was my, that's one of my bad habits to break. Two, judgment. I used to be very judgmental and not in a way of like judging a person because of whatever, just more of like, you could do better. Like, you know what I mean? Like that type mm-hmm. of judgment. Um, right that one I work on and even like and that even condoles in like having conversations with people because sometimes you're not judging but you're allowing another person on the phone to judge a person and hearing them out and right. that's still like that's like being a um what do you call that um oh my gosh where's the word when you're like a, doing a witness that's like witnessing that's right. like a witness to a murder <laughs> an accomplice. Right. <laughs> that was the word I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs> so that's <laughs> my second bad habit to let go is judgment. Third one is perfectionism. We're not perfect. We're never mm-hmm. gonna be perfect. And the more we realize that, the easier. Trust me, it's like less stress. Right. It's like when you bring that loaf of bread and you know it's gonna get sick. Don't even stress it out. Just throw it in the bag. <laughs> it's never gonna it's come a, home perfect. <laughs> figure out a different way. You just gonna have to just eat it as toast. You can't make a sandwich because <laughs> that bread ain't coming perfect, and we're not perfect, and things are gonna happen. You know, 
we're gonna wake up some days are gonna be better than others some days we just don't feel like it it's okay we're not perfect mm-hmm. it's a day by day thing um so that's three four I actually got this one highlighted it's sad but it's like the one I really really gotta work on and it's like body care and it's eating well you know like that's part of caring for yourself too you know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. eating well working out men- mentally stepping out you know body care mentally you need to step away from being a parent a wife whatever is your situation you know you might just be caring for your parents you know they're elderly you live with them whatever your situation is understand that you need to take time for yourself um right you know and that's very important and that's something you need to let go of you need to let go of some people are just the yes people like i used to be yes 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 no it's okay to say no and take care of yourself and and let go of that and let go of what people may think if you can't help them today then you couldn't right and my fifth one was um hold on what is this oh prayerlessness Um, and this one is funny because me and Holly spoke about it earlier today where I need to work on what I want when I talk to God instead Mm -hmm. of just like regular conversation like and it's Mm -hmm. not that I think he's Santa Claus and I'm just gonna stay here like I want this I want that no just more like you know what God I feel like this aligns for my life and it's something I feel like I want but if I don't need it then show me what it is you know what I mean those type of conversations where you know he's not the fairy godmother he's not Santa Claus though he can be let me not put him in a box because he can he can give us whatever we want but that's not the point of it it's what do you need and for me it's just like when I pray and we were talking about it earlier which is funny um I I need to work on that in my prayers so those are the two things that had to like bad habits that I have to like go I need to stop praying just you know regular and just tell him like you know what god i feel like i want this you know what i mean and just open that and letting go of the that shyness of in my prayers of you know what i mean just like the- yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, a lot of things in your list i'm like okay that's not mine too mine too yep mine too yep mine too yep mm-hmm. that's on mine <laughs> yeah and those are you know those are things we can let go so letting go does sincerity like you know what we're saying doesn't have to be relationships it's a lot of things we gotta let go of man surrender and uh-huh. we don't even realize it how it affects us it, we don't I wrote down a couple things because you guys I think um, even though this is part two we still could do this for a while um <laughs> We can we can keep going on and on for a while, um, but I wrote there's well there's a couple things I had a suggestion for as far as ways to surrender to God. Um, four ways. Um, the first way um, was to fill your day with prayer. Um, prayer is like a like a special gift. Like it's communication with God the Father. Um, we get to talk to Him. Like you know, He's our best friend through prayer. Just talk to God before you start all the things you're gonna do for the day. Start your day with prayer. Like tell Him your worries, your anxieties, your doubts, your fears, whatever it is. Lay it, lay down your mistakes, the whatever it is you've done, um, your past, you know, and don't pick them back up. Whatever it is, don't pick it back up. Um, but give it to him early in the morning, whatever it is. Like start it off with like prayer, you know, and um, 
in like First Thessalonians, it says, "Pray continually." I always just like like just give that to him. Uh, number two is to read the word, um, which is something that um, Nye and me and I are doing in this month of November, starting off with um, two. Uh, chapters in the, um, the Bible Romans and uh, two books in the Bible Romans and Ephesians um, 22 books total um, there's 30 days in a month so we got a couple extra days but um, read the word like um, I think for me like even like we read the word last night like I didn't know most of that <laughs> Um, I found things I was looking for. Right, right. You know, and then breaking it down just so that we have understanding for ourselves. It was like, it's beneficial. Like, when you actually know the word where, you know, I ain't got to wait for somebody else to preach it for me to know what I'm reading. We're reading it on our own so that we understand or we know where to go. We need to find something. (laughs) Right. Like, we, you know, you need it. You know, uh, like, the Bible is living and active. Like, it's still prevalent and me and I would say this all the time it's no matter what century the Bible we're written in you can still see everything happening in the Bible happening today in the 21st 20 whatever century it is you know it's just a different timeline and we may do things just a little bit different but it's the same you know um three is to be surrounded by people who encourage you i think um being surrounded and having a community is very important and men on me man listen y'all y'all don't know who we are listen we be talking all the time but like these things that i wrote down is like the things that we have realized in our journey like you know how some of our circles no longer are circle anymore because we require something different as we walk on this journey with god you know and um being surrounded by encouraged um encouraged people or encouragement or ones who understand um your walk with uh, God and having that community um God doesn't want us to do life alone you know what I'm saying it is important to have people surrounding you who are uplifting and edifying to your life um it don't matter, you know, it could be friends, family members, church members, or a church group, or whatever. They could be somebody at work, but, you know, um, whoever it is that God has placed in your life who helps you grow, with Naomi just said, who helps you grow spiritually, allow them to be a spiritual mentor. Like, let them in. And then lastly, um, four, is just to trust in God. And that's easy to say, Um but again, we spoke on the fact that a lot of people have an issue with control. Um, and so uh, for some people, your mindset goes to, okay, but I can't see him. Or, you know, like, so it's, it's, it's not easy to trust because I can't even see him. I can't touch him. I can't go, you know, I can't ask him to roll up with me. He ain't listening. Uh, I was told a long time ago that God's butt whooping is 10 times worse than what you can do in your human form so um you ain't gotta see him to know what he's capable of just read the word okay that's number two yeah read the word you already know what he's capable of you ain't got to have him in the physical to do nothing yeah but trust in him like allow yourself to let go and relinquish any control that you feel like you have to have in certain situations and let him in just let him in and that is 
like the four things I wrote down that that's all I have for you guys because again like I said I like we could that. talk about this forever yeah I like that I really like that I like that a lot but I want to give one last advice before we go off and I think that is like going back to just relationships and it's just make sure like if there's one thing just one thing you need to make sure of is please make sure that whoever you date or talk to or you're gonna have children with try to like make sure that they either are working on a relationship with God because we're not all perfect but at least that they're wanting or trying to have a relationship with God because I, I think that it's just the worst thing is to like date or be with somebody who really does not have God in their heart that's not a good yeah it's just you know and I'm not judging because you know to each his own at the end of the day is your life you have you know the freedom of choosing whatever you want to choose my opinion is just as a mother as a woman you know and as a believer of God and daughter of God it's just like it's so amazing when you meet people who love and are making a relationship with God because you start to see the difference of people who are not and people who are and the advice is so much different the the support is so much different it's not even support of like you need gas like if you guys it's just more of like girl you know or, or man you're gonna make it through you got this and it's just that those things that really 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 like uplift your soul not just your mind or right. the thought of it you know what i mean and it's yeah. just if there's any advice i could give is honestly surround yourself with people who believe and are in a relationship with god or believe and are trying to develop a relationship you yeah. never know where they may take you yeah that's um very great advice very very great advice so as per usual we shall end this in prayer um let's say (laughs) okay um it's going to be pretty short but I'm going to say this okay Heavenly Father um, we lift up those on their walk with you asking for the courage to let go of their burdens the faith to trust in your guidance and the humility to surrender to your perfect love may your presence be their constant companion on this journey Amen Amen that was beautiful short and beautiful <laughs> As per usual, you all can check us out on Letting Go, um, Letting God Do It podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And again, um, interact with us on Facebook. Let us know if you want to be a part of a show. We have one more left in this season, you guys. And that will conclude this particular storyline of our season one and it has been such a joy um talking to you guys and sharing with you and being open and transparent because it does not only help you guys who listen but it also helps us so we thank you for being a part of this community so we will tell you guys good night 
and look forward to seeing the podcast out there tomorrow. Shalom. Mm-hmm. Shalom. <laughs> <laughs>